We're talking the final five wins gold. The Clintons, are they using black people? And a very special guest. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Hey. Oh, I'm feeling it, Corn. I to feel it at the beginning of the show. My Auntie Whitney, rest in peace. Friday night, you and your boys went out to eat. Because we love you, Whitney. We giving you your tribute. Happy it was birthday. her birthday week. Happy That's birthday. Right. Then they hung out. That voice is silk. It's the best. Nobody, nobody, guys. Nobody sounds like that. Nobody ever has and nobody ever will. Mm. Welcome, 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 guys. You are at Black Hollywood Lives this week. I'm your host, Courtney Stewart, and of course, you are listening to the phenomenal Whitney Houston. And we about to break down in like two seconds, so hold up. Hey. <laughs> okay. Uh, she's the best. She's amazing, and we still love her. Love her, and love we her. Miss her. You know how I miss her the most, Court? How do you miss it's her? It's Olympic most? season right now, tons of national anthems. Yes. We, all mm. three of us, know there is not a better performed national anthem, anthem than Whitney's. 1993 no. she, Super Bowl. She did it. And for those of you guys that don't know who that was just speaking, we have a special guest. Actually, we have two special guest panelists this week because Daryl and Jesse had to <laughs> run all off around the world and whatnot and couldn't come to work today. But we have Jeff Graham joining us. What up, guys? Oh, Thank you so welcome. much for having me today. I love both of these people so much. I do some shows at After Buzz, <laughs> but I've done a couple BHL appearances. Yes, he has. If you guys want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. One word. Yes, you can. And then, beside Jeffrey, we have one of our favorites. Mr. <clears throat> Stefan Wallace has rejoined the black community and is on Black Hollywood Live this week. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reintegrated into the African-American culture. He has, uh, guys. Yes, yes. All you love and hip-hop fans that watch us here on This Week, I'm sure you're super excited. And we will hopefully have a special guest who, unfortunately, because we live in Los Angeles and traffic is beast sometimes, and it's sometimes True. a shocking, unexpected beast, hopefully she'll make it in by the end of the show, and we will get a really great chat with her. But we got a lot of stuff to cover. And some interesting things to talk about this week. Right? Oh, yeah, we do. Right, yeah. right. All right. So we're gonna jump right on in. Y'all better fade I, Whitney because I can't. I can't follow you both. When a little bit. Was she getting the like Whitney going? used to do. She only could do her shoulders. She couldn't dance for shit. But oh, could she sing? <laughs> she could blow. Remember, oh my gosh! Remember when we used to use the term "blow"? She could yes, blow. She blow. could blow. We don't use it no more because can't nobody blow. Can't like nobody that blow anymore. But some people that's blowing some chicks out the water at the Olympics this week, y'all. Mm-hmm. The final five. The USA gymnastics team just set it off. Just, yeah. They like they just mic dropped. They just rolled up in there and robbed everybody. They robbed them all. They won gold for the all-around on Tuesday. Today, Miss Simone Biles took her gold in the individual competition. They making these other girls look like looking like me on the uneven bar and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it. everybody's everybody's all up in arms about it. But I, you know, I have this. And no offense, Jeff. I'm so glad you're here, Black Hollywood Live. <laughs> you got uh, it. <laughs> African Americans have always dominated sports are just yeah. the greatest athletes in the world and and that's not in any offense to anybody always keep working and, and hustling and do your thing 
Um, this isn't a surprise to me. It's not a surprise to you. Well, I think it's a surprise to everybody because, first of all, this is the first time. This was the most diverse gymnastics team that's ever existed on True. the U.S. Olympics uh, team at all. We had two wonderful African American sisters, Miss uh, Simone Biles, of course, that I mentioned earlier, Gabby Douglas. Gabby. We, got, we brought a Latina back. We haven't had a Latina on the team in about ten years, I think they said, yeah. or over yeah. a decade. Yeah. Um, Lori, too much rice and beans in that community. Yeah. So you know, sometimes I'm doing, you are they doing don't exactly. Too much right they don't now. exactly. Shout make out to the Lori. Olympics. Hernandez, girl, you doing your thing too. And yeah. of course, uh, Madison Kosian? Koshin. Koshin. Yeah. And Allie Raisman. I'm sorry, Madison's the only one I don't know. She is a specialist, so she does uneven bars. I she's know, she considered did. about the best in the world in uneven bars. Oh, so they run she, she, She's mixed, I think. No. She, she is the, very blonde and very white. She's oh, very never mind then, never <laughs> no. mind. There was a little mixed girl I was watching do the uh, uh, uneven bars. She's really good. Okay. There's something uh, so badass about this year's team like yeah. i love so much one of the reasons i love the olympics is because it's this moment when the world says screw it we're gonna finally get along for mm-hmm. two weeks and there's That's something true. so inspirational about you know these russian teams and romanian teams thinking that they have yeah. it all and then we bring in two black girls a latina girl a brunette mm-hmm. and a blonde girl mm-hmm. we just kick ass well they've been scared though because I simone know. been wrecking it in the world championships for what three years she's had three world titles since yeah. the last olympics and so they've been scared and waiting and surprised and shocked and sad but it's funny because i used to love watching it in the 90s when bella Corelli and all of them and like dominique <laughs> Dawes, Dawes, yeah and what's her name kim zameskel and all of them were mm. doing stuff and it Look was like kim zameskel. they were just they were it was so intense but like then like russia and china were always like at our heels at yeah, our heels yeah. at our, it was like serious competition this time it was like eight points separate in the u.s no. like mm-hmm. it wasn't even close which so. is a blowout in the olympics that's it a is. blowout it's especially a, gymnastics especially gymnastics usually tense Tens yeah. of a point. point. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It was almost boring. Like, yeah, as much as it was so cool to just watch America slay, yeah. we were le- we were so far ahead of the other competition yeah. that it was like, this it is... Yeah, I mean, like, there wasn't even a moment when anyone suspected that any team yeah. had a shot. So, there was no, you know, drama there. I mean, they went, they wrecked it, they did it, and can't nobody be mad because they won by so many points, they can't yep. even argue it. Yep. But, there's always drama with the Olympics some kind of way, <laughs> and along with this team, there was more drama. So, mm-hmm. after they won... The gold medal on Tuesday, they were on the podium, they got their medals, they're playing the national anthem. Oh, snap, everybody goes nuts because Gabrielle Douglas did not have her hand over her heart. Twitter erupts, social media, people were coming for her. I mean, they already been coming for her edges since she started again. I don't know, black people, (laughs) leave the girl and her hair alone. She ain't here for you, she don't give a damn, she's got multiple medals, she's not hearing it for you. For real. But everybody else was coming for her saying like, oh, how dare you, you should be more patriotic, like, why don't you care, blah, blah. Blah blah, uh, blah 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 blah. I was like, seriously, but it was intense. Like they went for her, they came for her strong, and she issued an apology. I mean, haters gonna hate, uh, you know. Yeah. The whole, uh, why is she apologizing? She, I didn't understand. She, that. Well, I liked her apology because okay. what she. I'll read you the apology. This is what she actually said. First, I want to say thank you to everyone for all of your support. It's a huge honor for me to be able to represent hashtag Team USA. In response to a few tweets I saw tonight, I always stand at attention out of respect for our country whenever the national anthem is played. I never meant any disrespect and apologize if I offended anyone. I'm so overwhelmed at what our team accomplished today and overjoyed we were able to bring home another gold for our country. So she didn't say, I'm sorry I ain't put my hand over my heart because I don't do that. She just said, I stand at attention. That's what I do because I choose not to put my hand over my heart. And she didn't explain why she didn't put her hand over her heart because ain't nobody's business. Well, I mean, her saying she stands at attention, what I took from that is she has some sort of military connection mm-hmm. or background. 
maybe in her, her father or her family. Potentially. So, I mean, do soldiers put their hand over their heart? I mean, I think that's, like, the standard thing you're supposed to do during the national anthem. But a lot yeah, of people that, that don't do it do it for faith-based reasons. I can't determine what her reason was. Right. She didn't say. It's nobody's business. If she was sitting down, I think we should be concerned. Right. She was standing at a She turned her back if she did something. That's not crazy. And she, I'm looking at the picture here. She's all into it. She's yeah, loving yeah. it. She was there. She was respectful. She like, bleeds red, white, and blue. Yeah. I really admire Gabby Douglas because she's had kind of a rough go this year with Simone coming yeah. in. And, oh, yeah. Um, she was considered one of the major contenders for the all-around spot, but you know the team only allows two team. gymnasts to compete. Yeah. And again, Allie Raisman beat her out. Yeah. And she was, I thought, very composed about it very composed and we there have been stories in the past when the girls are not quite so oh, composed yeah. when mm-hmm. they don't make it to the I'm not four years ago names, yeah, yeah. but that don't act and i so. get it and yeah. i understand it because they work this is they their thing hard. and yeah. like it's like you audition and for the biggest role of your life and you're expected to get it and then you don't yeah. and or you get it and they're like mm, actually yeah we need to go with somebody else absolutely so we want to keep you on as a runner-up <laughs> yeah <laughs> and understudy that's so crazy. It's like the Miss America pageant. like, And it's even bigger than like a, a role because of the fact that it only comes around four years. Yeah. It's your one shot. Yeah. And, and in gymnastics, for them specifically, the lifespan of a gymnast yep. is very short. Sure. Very short. So, I mean, shoot, Allie Old, you know, know. compared to everybody, like she can't, she could possibly, but more than likely she's never coming back. Yeah, so, I mean, so. it would be unheard of if she did, but yeah. she's really good. She's so. great. What's, a, what's the young lady's name? Raisman? Uh, Allie yeah. Raisman. Allie Raisman. I, I love watching her parents. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That, that was great. Center. That was great. Yeah, that her was parents great. with the nervous energy and the movements and everything. I would be, great. I'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I couldn't, I don't think <laughs> no, I could I, actually go to the Olympics I'd be up pacing. Yeah. I, there's no way you could sit down and watch that. I don't think I could handle that in my heart. Okay, but also... One last messy-ish that happened with the team this week was the NBC commentator, Al Trawig. And his, his, his brilliance. Uh, basically, uh, as commentator, he basically said, referred to Simone Biles' parents as her grandparents. And then when he was called out on it on Twitter by a random Twitterer who basically said that, um, you know, those aren't her grand, those are her parents. And he responded on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which was the messed up part of the whole thing. And he said, quote, they may be mom and dad, but they are not her parents. <laughs> so NBC got word of it. Everybody was pissed off. Twitter went awry and crazy and upset and whatever. And he finally did issue an apology, which actually I don't like his apology. Um, he said, quote, I regret that I wasn't more clear in my wording oh. on the air. I compounded the error on Twitter, <sighs> which I quickly corrected to set the record straight. Ron and Nellie are Simone's parents. And for those of you that don't know the backstory, Simone's mother had some drug issues and she was in foster care. Her grandparents adopted her, adopted and, her and, legally, and have legally have, raised her yeah, since her she was guardians. four years old and her sister. So it was offensive and rude and he's a dumbass. And his apology was not an apology. Can you read oh, it one more time? Sure. <laughs> I want to hear this again because it is not. I, not. I love yeah. reading it. Here it is. Quote, I regret that I wasn't more clear in my wording on the air. I compounded the error on Twitter. No asshole, you were trying to be a dick on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you just wanted to reiterate that you don't give a care and you actually don't believe that her parents. Anytime you say, I regret, what you're not apologizing, you're saying, this sucks that this happened. And right. then NBC got... Sucks that y'all are angry yeah. at me. Exactly. Yeah, it's NBC. the most offensive apology I've ever heard. <laughs> NBC went after the, him immediately, apparently, and that was like the big deal. So basically, you mad because your job was about to... Of course. <laughs> and it still might get yanked. That's why I like I when stuff like this happens. Apparently, like nobody likes him. When He's people apologize nice. and say, I'm sorry that you were offended, yeah. that's just it's not... Bullshit. 
That's not it's that's dope. not an apology. What I'm mad at, it's not even him speaking out. I'm like, why are you responding to random Twitter people? Yeah. Don't we know by now? How how many people have gotten fired over Twitter? How many people have gotten fined or you know, lost some some sort of substantial situation? Because of Twitter. Yeah. Why are y'all still falling for the same banana in a tailpipe? That's bike? what's wrong with <laughs> what Twitter. That? Because, like, in life, how many times does somebody say something and you come back real quick and you're like, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. So you have, we, but I've, we've had our whole lives to sort of learn not to do that. Like, my mom used to smack me in the mouth. Like, you'd be in a smart mouth. Like, watch your mouth. Like, yeah. whatever. So you right. get trained in that. Twitter doesn't, we ain't trained for that. Yeah. Like, you Free. see some people react. But he's a grown man and a journalist. That's like he's a journalist. He I probably think, has a degree. Actually, hopefully, I think that makes it worse though. Because why are you? Uh, because when you get responses and you are really like standing firm in what you thought. Because I kind of feel that sometimes when we on this show, oh, like please. I'll say something and yeah. like somebody will come for me and I'll be like, I won't do it though. But I, I want to be in the it, office. I, I want to be the like the the principal or the head of whatever network whenever somebody responds on Twitter and I just want them to come in. And I want to say, you. You really, really went that. on Twitter and responded to something? <laughs> Who is uh, CJM hashtag hashtag? And why do you care? Happy face, smiley face. You don't even know this person. To me, it feels you know, like. Give me your badge. Yeah. You it know? feels like a career red flag. If he's concerned about Soccer Mom 2 yoga pants, <laughs> yoga and he's responding. Like, that's. Don't. Soccer Mom 2. Number like two. focus on Number the fact two. that you're a commentator at the Olympics. Amen. Which For NBC. For NBC. NBC. Something yeah. we all would love to be doing. Oh yeah, I get, mean, get out of here. You oh, should just be busy. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Like in two weeks when the Olympics are over, maybe you respond. Yeah. But during the Olympics, when you're a commentator, like maybe just like don't be checking your Twitter. And you right. have to, Why are you on Twitter like do that? Do your job. And you have to also be aware that it was kind of a problem what you said because that definitely wasn't the only tweet that he got about it. So wouldn't you be like, oh yeah, mm, oh. Somebody didn't like that. Let me right. just shut up. Right. Keep going with my job, and we'll deal with this another time. Like, I wonder how he chose the one. He gets a hundred tweets. I'm responding to yoga pants. <laughs> she's the one. <laughs> she's the one that I'm going. He looked at the picture. He looked at her screen. One. He's like, "Hold on." Like, I'm gonna get I'm gonna that get, trick. I'm gonna get back at this. Yeah. One. I'm gonna get her. <laughs> Stupid. Either Stupid. way, you're an idiot. Sorry. Oh, but Simone, I'm sorry. Let me just end it with Simone's response. She actually gave us weekly a response, and she said, "Quote personally." I don't have a comment. My parents are my parents, and that's it. Good for We her. call that bitch unbothered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Altrut wig or trait wig or creep wig, whatever your name is. And we gonna forget. Don't worry about it. Nobody cares. We better forget him. He's gonna be cares. gone in the win. But anyway, congratulations, Simone. Congratulations, Final Five. The Olympics is on fire. Has the track started yet? Mm-mm. You ain't even Bob Costas. Don't talk. <laughs> You yeah. can't say anything to anybody. Yeah. You're Just, not even Bob. We don't even this. know your name. We, you sound like a trout. Anyway, Jeez. so love the Olympics. Keep watching. Um, uh, USA is leading, I think, in gold overall yeah. right now. Regardless, so we're tearing yeah, we, it up, guys. We're I love it. Up. I love that we all come together as one. As no, one, it's like USA. USA. And, and then, we, any and other then, then we, <laughs> we go start shooting each other again in the streets. But it's okay. <laughs> for two weeks, for two these weeks. ten days, it's yeah. gonna be fantastic. And <sighs> I love it. All right. So, we're going to actually move on to our EUR Web Spotlight Story of the Week. Mm. We have a bumper. I don't know where it is. All right. So, <laughs> I'm going to try it one more time. EUR Web Spotlight Story of the Week. Of the week. Of the week. It didn't come E-U-R again, Web. so we're just going to go into E-U-R the story. Web. Okay. So, we have this week, Black Lives Matter founder Alicia Garza gave an interview to Bloomberg. And she was quoted as saying something very... You know, interesting, use one word you could use to call it, about the Clinton campaign. Mm -hmm. 
And she has some serious feelings about Hillary Clinton and the Clintons overall. But basically what she was quoted as saying was that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton just, quote, use black people for votes. Mm -hmm. She said... Early on, Hillary would say, yes, Black Lives Matter, but she wouldn't acknowledge her role in the processes that fundamentally showed that black lives do not matter. Mm. And people were all up in an uproar, like, oh my God, that's so harsh. What is she talking about? It's not fair. For those of y'all don't know, the Clintons were right on top of that 1994 crime bill that basically started the sort of next what is it, 10 years, 15 years of mass incarceration of black men. So she feels like, how could you support them? They're just using us as props basically to get elected again. And she is feeling like basically the Hillary Clinton is trifling. I, I don't like to talk about politics. <laughs> well, I think you're on a show, so you got to talk about no, it. No, that was, the, I'm entering mm-hmm. right now. Go ahead, Jeff. I was going to say, I obviously don't feel like I have quite the qualifications to speak on this of like you guys you would. Of course you do. You're an American. Yeah, I'm an American. You're but a he, voting American. Here's one concern about, I think, what she's saying is that one of the two, I mean, it's America, so either Donald Trump or either Hillary Clinton's going to yes. win. And I feel like you've got to get behind the lesser of two evils at this point. Okay. Because I think Trump would be so, so, so much worse for the African-American community. I don't know. I mean, like, I just feel like it's you. It's tough because in, in this game, mm-hmm. the last thing you'd want to do is dissuade African-Americans to vote for Hillary. Yeah. Because, like, God knows... Trump would be so, no matter how Hillary's going to lead, mm-hmm. Trump would be a disaster, I'm sure, what for any minority. He has lots of black friends, <laughs> <laughs> as he likes to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that it was a very like harsh comment. I think it's an accurate comment, which is yep. the sum of why I have an issue with Hillary Clinton, along with where her money comes from. Right. But, whatever. But I agree somewhat that mm-hmm. I don't want it to dissuade black people from voting. Whatever right. their choice is, I don't yeah, want it to sure. dissuade black people from voting. And the second caveat of that is, um, that's kind of what a lot of politicians do anyway. Right. I'm exactly. not, so it's kind of like, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily like punish Hillary for doing it any more than anybody else. That doesn't necessarily make it right, but that's what they do. They right. pander to who, where they need the votes and they do what they do. And there's a whole article about, uh, if you guys check, I think it's on the Atlantic. It might be on the route. I don't remember. But if you want to go into sort of the evaluation of the Clinton crime bill from 1994 and kind of get an idea of why it maybe wasn't even that great of an idea at that time, even though they sold it that way. Yeah. It's a really cool article to check that out. You can Google that. I will. I will. I love information. It is a lot of information. But at the same time, it was a different time, guys. I I mean, I agree with both of you guys, and I know I don't like to talk about politics. And here's the reason why. It's just echoing what you were just saying, echoing what you're saying, Jeff. I do think people have to make a decision. Got to make a choice. Got to go vote. Um, But why do we always get up in arms as if we're surprised at a politician lying or posturing for uh, uh, votes or to get into office and things not actually playing out. You know, she was saying, you know, but then, so she's saying after they get in office, they don't do anything for black communities after they're elected. They use us for photo ops. Yeah, I I know. They go to these churches that they'll never see again. They hold hands with pastors and these pastors also who probably take that, you know, that cash up front. Uh, they hold hands up too in Jesus' name, and y'all all go out and do. You know, you all follow suit and you vote and whatever. And then you later on you complain about it. Oh, President Barack Obama didn't do what he said he was going to do. It's very difficult to follow through on every single thing right. 
that these people are, are putting out in the forefront yeah. when, they're, when they're trying to be elected. So it's this also, is what it is. And it's interesting, too. A lot of people have criticized Hillary for changing her perspective. They say, how can we vote for someone who was anti-gay in the 90s and is pro-gay now? And part of me thinks, I like the idea of a politician who changes their mind. Yeah. Were you the same person 20 years ago than Absolutely you are now? Absolutely not. So, I like, I don't, I don't know what her track record is with <laughs> yeah. race right now, but, like, I don't know. I, part of me is re- refreshed by the idea of a politician changing their mind. Yeah. Like, I think that I should agree. all... There's an extent to which that should be celebrated, I yeah, think. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, there should be some evolution and, yeah. and growth Yeah, I would everybody. hope. The world changes, so you should, The too. world changes, people change, the people you meet change, right. working changes you, like, all kinds of things. She's had many jobs since then that right. would have changed her perspective on sure. life and on what we can do, and the, and the country has changed. 1994, mm-hmm. 2001 changed our perspective on the world, most people that lived in this country, forever. So yeah. it's it, it's just, whatever. I don't know, y'all. I mean, people mad and people always mad and always got something to say. But either way, guys, go out and vote. Please go out and vote. Please go online and read the platforms of both parties so you know what is actually being voted for. You can complain all day. You got to vote for somebody. You got to vote. And please know who your local representatives are that you're voting for also because those are the ones that are really directly changing things in your community. So don't forget about them too. All right. (laughs) All right. So we're going to move on and close out with a really interesting story. Ah, it's a really fun story. From Stefan Wallace, because he has a story for us. So I'm going to open with this And line. all you ladies out there right now, I'm going to just warn y'all, you might be offended. Oh, see, you can't say that. Mouth, but we, so, or you might be surprised and all, fall in love all over again. I don't know. We'll so this is taken from Essence Magazine. It says, studies say that women are way more confident in their bodies now than ever before. Self-esteem and body positivity have officially reached an all-time high. And um, so that is what this this situation is about. Now, as I was reading through the article, situation. I was reading through the article. It said the uh, the last two decades have witnessed an increasing attention and awareness on body acceptance on the on a body acceptance movement aimed primarily at girls and women. Says this doctor, who says also that uh, it, that an increase in visible body positive role models such as Beyonce and Serena Williams, factor into the decline. Dr. Uh, Brian Carzia? Brian Carzia? Carzia, yeah, something like that. So, uh, you know, it, it just, I mean, there's other areas in here that was talking about, you know, uh, weight gain and acceptance of your weight and, and all this other situation. But then you say body positive role models, such as Beyonce and Serena. I don't feel like... Yeah. These are women who are out of shape, who are uh, have weight issues. They're they're phenomenally built, you know. So I understand accepting of curves, you know, in this new Kardashian generation. Um, oh, so offended. Well, go because on. go on. <laughs> we understand that they they've Finish taken they've points. taken black culture as their own and now made it something that people have accepted. But I still call Keep it the I call it, it this Kardashian generation, you know. Uh, in this Kardashian generation, we accept curves. We understand that you see all the Dove ads, women of curves. There's a there's a plus size models now that are that are beautiful, beautiful women, and they always have been, but now they're more accentuated. Wait, um, so are you are you equating the Kardashian generation to what's happening with like the Dove ads and all of that? Like saying that that has been that's why that is now acceptable. I think it's freeing a lot of women to say, you know, I could have a little bit more. 
around the around the hips, around the the bust area, and uh, it's it's acceptable or it's still attractive, sexy. So, uh, you know, and that also has to do with the rise and uh, you know the black man being number one on the food chain. But uh, you know, I'm just saying. Um, I still don't agree with this doctor as far as uh, the article talking about weight gain and being accepted. I feel like that's a little bit of a uh, sort of a, a settlement. Like we're, we're settling for uh, overweight or obesity as opposed to, and, and she's trying to compare that to Serena Williams and Beyonce, who are, they're not at all overweight. These are, these are women at the top of their game. Th- those two don't match. So this article is kind of weird to me. Jeffrey. You know, I mean, Beyonce is what, a size six? Like, that's my problem is, I feel like it's weird, I agree with you, it's weird to use them as, like, the emblem of, like, the curvy woman. Mm -hmm. To me, like, I, like, to me, Beyonce and Serena Women's are, like, two of the most beautiful women. Absolutely. So, I don't know, like, I, you know I want to see... You Black Hollywood Live, so you make sure you say... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Jeff's like, let me make sure you don't hear me. like a curvy girl. Oh, I'm dating a curvy girl, so... Um, but, I, yeah, I feel like it's... I don't think they should be held as the standard of a curvy woman. Like, I think... I want to see a more body-positive culture, and I think we slowly are, but I'd say, like, there's different, probably, celebrities that we should look to. Mm. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Say, like, I mean, think about that for Lena Dunham, I guess. I, I guess it's a problem right now that I can't even think of anyone that because you can think of anybody that would fit in that. Well, no, I would I say mean... okay. I have to make one comment first. Okay, first the comment for the Kardashian generation. Yeah, I actually think is only a further exaggeration of what we were trying to combat for all this time, and is the opposite of the story. I think what the Kardashian generation has told us is like, yes, now suddenly like boobs and breasts is a thing but right. it's still manufactured mm. so and and okay. a, a very exaggerated non-natural version of self Agreed. so as much as like kardashian's like no kim didn't have butt implants but everybody knows like she's shaping this and doing this a little different right. then her right. sisters look like they're shaving off sure. here and there sure. whatever i think what this article is actually speaking to is the idea that whatever you are is actually okay. Not necessarily like, oh, suddenly, you know, being overweight is great or this is that or whatever. It's just that whatever you are, we're finally in a space where we're saying, I don't have to be something else other than what I already am. And that's sort of where... Love yourself as is. As you you are. And I don't think the Kardashian generation has done anything to help that. I actually think... Well, okay, I take that back. I think the the need for so or the attachment to the Kardashians and that look and like what that's done in the manufactured world of a body, there's been a lot of opposition to that mm-hmm. now. Like, oh my God, we we have 18 year old girls trying to get ass injections and yeah. get boobs, and we don't want them to be having to do that. So whether it's the 90s where you were supposed to be a wafer, or now suddenly you're supposed to have a Kim booty and Kim Chi-Chi's, like you don't have to do that anymore. Mm. So I think that this is very great because they did a huge sampling over but, the course of like almost 20 years. Yeah, or something. yeah. So, so from 1981 to 2012. But remember, there was a lot of uh, anorexia well, back yeah, in the day. Because the 90s were about being skinny. Like right. what was beautiful was very, very thin and it got progressively worse throughout the 90s. Right. So, so I do think it has, yeah, there has been some positivity as far as the swing into yeah. the more healthier bodies. Uh, healthier, natural I just don't body. like you using Beyonce and Serena. Yeah. Like, Why? Use a different but they are healthy bo- That's the point. Right. They're not, like... They're exi- perfect! No, they are not perfect. That's what's amazing. <laughs> no, they're not perfect. 
when women look at that, like, find another person though. Who well, else is who, out there? Like what I'm saying in terms of celebrity though, like who is not consi- like perfect? <laughs> I don't know. Because part of their being celebrity is it's, about maintaining whatever right. this vessel is, whatever, right. however large or small sure. it is, it's about maintaining that. So I, a, if you're gonna use any, you know, celebrity, like at least in Serena's case, it's the fierceness of her body, like the ability and power of her body. Sure. Like so that's something to be said about like it's more than just what you look like. I agree. I she's agree. caught all kind of flack about how big she is and that she weighs she's too much. Nice. She's, she's a she's a big woman. She's not a big woman. I stood next to her. She's like almost six foot and no, she's her nice. legs and thighs and mine she's versus mine. Muscular. She's a huge she's a huge woman. She is a very fit woman. Regardless, you saying that she's a huge woman is only further proof that as an example, there are huge <laughs> women that can feel good about being she's huge. She's a huge women. woman with like zero percent body yeah. fat though. I mean, nobody's saying she's like got you no, have to look she's like she's got Serena. no stomach, she nothing. She's just but that's because she, you know, she's been running around playing tennis for damn twenty years. Yeah. And then she's gonna go and lose Serena. Speaking of the Olympics. We were it was sad. <laughs> Venus got outed in the first she round. Out in the first round, yeah. but I anyway, mean, damn, they've been doing it for they've been doing years. For a long time. Don't they get, yeah, to, yeah. Don't they, they get to be like, you know what? I just can't pull it off today. I'm yeah. tired, or I don't feel like it. I'm in Brazil like where kids are stealing I purses. Have, have you seen those videos? Zika, Brazil, yeah, yeah. they're robbing the but cops on, on strike. The kids just running the up. The cops are on strike. I didn't know yes. that. Yes. People oh. run, the kids are literally running up to anybody in the streets and snatching purses and running away. Poor Brazil. Snatching phones out your hand. If you're doing this, trying to figure out where you are, boop, gone. Oh, You've got to admire Brazil for trying, man. They went for <laughs> they, it. They'll <laughs> never been, be. They're going to be like <laughs> 50 years down the road before they can ever be considered to be considered <laughs> again. But they're so great, and everybody like wanted to be there. So it's super awesome regardless. So, yeah. Anyway. I'm not in Brazil. Neither, nor am I. I would love to be there. And, yeah, so we're going to wrap that up because that's all we got to say about Serena and Beyonce. And, And no, hey, love love the skin you're in. I believe in that. He believes that. He just wants y'all to know he ain't going to love it. Be healthy, right? That's what we want. Be healthy. Just be be healthy and be what what makes you feel good about you. Treat your body well. It's really difficult to try to fit into all the molds. There's, there's too, many too many molds. There's way too many. You'll be especially you'll be, in this town. It's a tough town. You'll be, you guys you'll be like, responding to the wrong do you Twitter guys have and getting feel fired. Like you ever have to be in a mold like physically? I will say the what? last. I'm I mean, an really. actor. Okay, still. But I like, just left a callback with every other black dude that looks exactly like me, and them dudes look like they never miss a day in the gym. Everybody. Here's what I'll say. I'm feeling pretty good about my body until the Olympics starts, and <laughs> I turn on swimming, and all those dudes Michael have Phelps looks like 18 packs. 18 yeah, packs. You, yeah. got, you turn that on, you think you work out that day, you feel good, and then you look at the men's four by one team and you uh, say, Well, I quit. You guys <laughs> yeah. get sensitive. That's so cute. You know. Oh, my goodness. So, but it's only because you want a six pack. It's like not everything else. Yeah. I mean, I've worked my way at, at this ripe old age to have a four pack now, so I'm excited. Yeah. You have a four pack? Yep, I got four on you got, my pack. You got a four pack? <laughs> I got four on my pack. You sure about that, Stroh? <laughs> hey, hey, I got four. I got a four pack, oh, ladies and gentlemen. He's got a four pack, guys. You can Working find on him. the mother, too. Find right? him on the corner with his four pack. 
Okay, before we like, you know, close out the show for today, I want to talk about a little special we have going on right now called uh, Loot Crate. Ooh. Do you know what Loot Crate is? Loot Crate's the best. Loot Crate is the best. Okay, so for those of y'all that don't understand the concept of what it is, so it's similar to like some of us ladies out there, we get like beauty boxes and things like that where you pay a subscription and you get like new beauty products every month. And so Loot Crate has decided for all of you um, comic book lovers and all of, you know, sort of, you know, in geek land, you know, you want yourself a little present every month, well, you can get a subscription to Loot Crate and you will get a variety variety of things like seriously for less than $20 a month you guys can get like 68 items that include licensed gear apparel apparel sorry I do speak English guys (laughs) you can get collectibles and unique one-of-a-kind items all kinds of little um figurines and stuff are you into that Jeff you know here's what I love about Luke oh I'm very excited (laughs) you know here's what I love about it is when you buy stuff for yourself, mm-hmm. you know what you're getting. So if I go to the store and I get a comic book, whatever, mm-hmm. it's not as exciting because I know what I'm getting. Oh. But if I sign up for this, it's like some stranger is sending me a present exactly. every week. It's and like I don't a prize. Know what they put together all this cool stuff. Like you, They have everything from Harry Potter to Marvel Comics, Star Wars, paraphernalia, like all of it. You just don't know what you're going to get. It's a surprise. Oh, wow. Every okay, month. I didn't know it was a surprise. Yeah, so stuff on, you're into the surprise part. I, uh, now I am. Now I, you're I'm into it because I'm interested. I'm intrigued part. by okay. the surprise. Okay, well, you guys need to head over to lootcrate.com. We're going to spell it for you L O O T C R A T E.com forward slash G N T. That stands for Geek Nerd Tech. And enter the code G N T, Geek Nerd Tech, to save $3 off of any new subscription. And and in August, guys, they got some very exclusive collective items from the DC Comics. They got uh-huh. Archer. Archer. Ooh, they got Archer. Good show. I love Archer. So That's one of my favorites. Sorry, I had to tell y'all that. But And Kill Bill, too, and all kinds of great collectibles. Oh, and wearable classics. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Get your monthly subscription over there. Make sure you guys check it out. www.lootcrate.com forward slash GNT and enter the code GNT and get your $3 off. Right. And enjoy. Sounds, Sounds good. good. You going to yeah. do it? All right. We did it, guys. We did it. We made fat it. Fat girls, Olympians. What, we covered what? everything. Did you really just say fat Black girls? Black people. Does it really have to be fat girls? Did we cover everything? Why did it, the assumption <laughs> jump to fat? Like, why can't you I'm just kidding. I thought it was perfect. funny. He I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He does deserve that. Okay, but it looks like, unfortunately, our special guest didn't quite make it in this week. We hope we can maybe get her rescheduled for another interview. I'm not going to tell you guys who it is because it's a secret and it might be a surprise in a little while. Um, In the meantime, make sure you go over to iTunes. Check us out. Download us. Make sure you rate us. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us how we're doing. We appreciate. We love fives. We appreciate fours. If you give us a four, we need to know why, though. Hmm. Okay, so make sure you also follow us at BHL Online, and you can follow me, Courtney, at at Stuart Starlet everywhere, all over social media. Where are you guys? Guys, again, Jeff Graham here. Guys, first of all, thanks for letting me hop on. Thank this you is for super fun. I love the show. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, if you guys want to find me online, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C Graham. Hip-hop fans who might have seen me on the beat, I do Moonlight as a comedy rapper. He so if does. you search for Graham Cracker Rap, you can find me all over. Check out the Graham nice. Cracker, y'all. Graham Cracker Rap. Graham yes. Cracker Rap. I yes. can say that right. That's it. It's two hours together. It's oh, good. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if y'all want to find me all over social media, anywhere, everywhere, at I am Stefan. Check me out. What do I moonlight as? I need to moonlight as something. A TV dad. Oh, I, I almost I do said moonlight something. as a TV dad. He I, does. He, you'll find him on the commercials. That's much more positive because what was going to pop out like that Twitter situation <laughs> was not moonlighting as you a dad. You can't pull it back once it's out but there. But I pulled it back. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Have a wonderful weekend and we will see you next week. Peace.
from executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.